So welcome back to the Beast Gang podcast. And today we are talking about The Flash, which is the latest movie in the DCEU or what used to be the DCEU, which is now the James Gunn cinematic universe of DC redundancy. So this one is directed by Andy Machete. It, It Chapter 2. And he had also done... Movie called Mama, which James probably might know, and then this movie. So he's been slowly kind of moving up the ladder, I guess, of mm-hmm. directing stuff. Again, he's supposed to be directing Batman: The Brave and the Bold, written by Christina Hotton and Joby Harold. It looks like one of them had done some episodes of Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, but uh, he was to... producer on uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. And he had also done, I guess, that Zack Snyder Army that did, which I guess kind of explains some stuff. And also, he had done the screenplay for King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. It was hot trash. <laughs> Christina Hodson. She was the writer on Bumblebee, the writer on Birds of Prey. Mm. 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 Yeah, well, they reuse their writers for all that shit, dude. This one stars the much maligned... Ezra Miller was maligned banned. Entails yeah. that he is falsely maligned. No, has done some questionable things in the time period in between the Joss Whedon version of Justice League and this movie. That he has mm-hmm. totally destroyed his career. Something happened with Fantastic Beasts where they just kind of wrote him out of the story. Yeah, <laughs> kind of because of some of the stuff he's been doing. It's not has only affected. This role, but other movies that he's been in, and he's got nothing coming up, so he's done. Briefly, stars Ben Affleck, stars Michael Keaton, stars Michael Shannon, who is like, I'm kind of done with all this superhero stuff. The movie starts off on an action sequence Batman and the Flash trying to save people. In this, there's a like kind of random rogue group attacking the city, help save people. So, in the midst, this, this building that is collapsing. The Flash is supposed to be helping people, but he's like, oh, look, I don't have enough calories. Like, this is the first time I've ever heard this happen because he's been in other movies. Is that correct? I've never, I've never seen that suit with that power source. The calorie thing is a running trope in those movies. It's just that in this case, they ran that trope right into the fucking ground, like with him having to shove a and it was convenient. candy bar in his mouth. And it was just convenient. The Flash is supposed to be saving people, but he takes time out to... Make some hot dogs, go into a vending machine as the vending machine is falling out. But basically, there's a lady in a maternity ward, and she's falling out, and also all the babies are falling out. So the Flash is there to help save all the babies and the woman eventually. The Flash is kind of back to his normal life where he's he works in a, a crime lab. One chick that he likes, Iris, shows up at like one of the things that he's supposed to be doing. But he's also in the midst of trying to save his dad because he has video that might be able to exonerate his dad because his dad's been in jail, which I think was established in Justice League. His dad's been accused of killing his mom, which is why his dad's in jail. Thinking about his mom, and then he just starts running and like kind of crying, and then he runs into like basically the void between time and space. He realizes that he can go back in time to save his mom, which is what he does, but as with anything in any time travel movies, as soon as you start changing things in the past, it then changes the future. So that's what happens with this. Again, this has also been established in comic books and also the animated, which was extremely great. 
much better than this trash. So let's start off with Keith. Keith, what do you think of the Flash, the much maligned Ezra Miller? <laughs> Flash is trash. Michael Keaton is the best thing that's in this. It irks me to say Batman is the best thing in this. In this and he thing. is underserved in this. This movie serves up, tells me that Ben Affleck, Michael Keaton were epic Batman. George Clooney, not so much, but we'll talk about that later on. You can tell it went through three or four different iterations and every yeah. bit of it. Went A whole bunch of rewrites and exactly. reshoots. This fucking movie should have came out five years ago. Mm-hmm. This this should not have come out. Just Aquaman. She came out like right. Aquaman after... or Justice League. Yeah, it, it should not have come out. The fact that they did all the rewrites because of all the shakeups in Warner Brothers. That's beside the. Yeah, and that's also something else that needs to be brought up that Warner Brothers is entirely different studio <laughs> now than when it was when this was either being developed or even when the Justice League came out and pre and post COVID. Warner Brothers has also changed. But go ahead. They had any fucking brain cells, that organization, they would have wrapped anything that Zack Snyder touched, called it the Snyderverse, wrapped up all of those movies, dumped them on Max, and take their losses. They wanted to eke something else out of it. They could have gave some money at Snyder, edit whatever he wants with the cuts, do his little thing. He really wants to finish up what he started. Let the man do his little thing with what you filmed so far. Trying to roll this out into this confusing mess, it, it was a shit show. Like Black Adam, shit show. This was fucking ridiculous. Now, I'll tell you right now, this movie killed the Blue Beetle. You and I mentioned, Barry, that like you were saying that the Marvel method doesn't really work and is tiresome. Feige's method of keeping his superhero movies in the same universe having them interconnect and stuff to characters and events and everything. That shit, it works. You can have that with DC. You don't have to have some big tentpole movie like the Justice League popping off doing something. They're all doing their own thing. Nothing's keeping them tied together, except there's the same characters in all the universes. Name dropping, couple cameos popping up here and there, and, and keep it on. Well, nice and looking at something, these are potential films for DC. This is past... Blue Beetle and, and past Aquaman. So Black Canary, Deadshot, The Flash sequel, Gotham mm-hmm. City Sirens, which would be Harley Quinn, Catwoman, Poison Ivy, Our yeah. Man, Lobo. Ooh. Our Man is a film focused on the character Our Man. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. That's going to fucking fail. Lobo, yeah. The Metal Man, yeah. Nightwing, Plastic Man, Static Shock, Surprised they haven't done that already, but no, I know why they haven't. Either, the time. I'll tell you. Well, my other problem with this was that not only can you clearly see that it was like three or four different regimes fucking with the movie that one go, it was also James Gunn came in and said, Hey, Machete, do whatever the fuck you want to do, but wrap this movie up. Mm-hmm. And he didn't fucking touch it. I, I don't know what the fuck James Gunn is doing, but I got no faith that he's going to do anything good with this, with the DC universe. He's a talented director and writer, but for certain things, fuck, for certain things, yeah, there was certain things. But like, fuck me, man, this was the perfect opportunity. Like everybody was looking for Flash, wrap up the Snyderverse, just end it, and then open up with something else. Going ahead and recast Barry Allen because it proved that you can have different universes, different actors, different events, and whatever. You can have a different Batman. You can have one. You could have Pattinson pop up. Then he was like, oh, wait, is this it? I mean, are they going to link it? 
I mean, this might work. It's not Pattinson. It's you're like, what the fuck? This is fucking stupid. There was no point to the fucking movie. Let's get some comments from Matt. So Matt, how do you feel about The Flash? I'll take the opposite approach. I actually enjoyed the movie. To be very honest with you, I mean, we told this movie should have came out like years ago. Mm-hmm. So for it to come out amidst all the controversies of the of the studios, and yes, I was hoping that it would have turned DCU around, but you know, I I didn't have a lot of faith in that. Even with all the leaks that were coming out, uh, as far as who was cameoing it, and I never thought I'd say this, but I'm kind of getting tired of the whole multiverse and bringing people in. I think. The superhero movie is so good. Was phase two, three was the stories. Like, tell me good stories. Tell me good stories that make sense, that were interconnected. And this, for the most part, it does it. They missed a big opportunity to tie in a lot of these heroes that they either mentioned or were in the background. And yes, they paid homage to some of the other things that probably should have come out. But there was just so much. And the thing I don't understand is obviously everyone knows that Henry Cavill isn't in the movie, correct? Correct, and Supergirl. I mean, that's all in the trailers. Henry Cavill is not in this movie, but the thing is, is that they paid him 250 and he already did his scenes. I don't yep. understand it. They he already paid it. him. This is structured. And also, just the Flashpoint animated movie works best when it might be Thomas Wayne, technically, and Superman. And I know it's been, what, 10 years since Superman's come out with a movie but it was probably one of superman. the best superman movies that have come out in a long time he is op'd but i mean that's who he is now as far as the visual effects from what i've been told that was the way it was supposed to be i didn't really have any issues with that like i said earlier i'm kind of getting tired of the multiverse and give me just good stories i don't care if the movies are interconnected Just tell me good stories. That's the only thing I care for. I'm going to say that I did not like this movie. This movie is mediocre. It seems like an amalgamation of ideas. We've already seen this before. In a better format, the animated Flashpoint Paradox. Much better movie. I'm getting tired of the multiverse. Obviously, we just had Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Much better movie. Agreed. Oh fuck it! It's like Lee's way better than this. But then you also, yeah. But then you also have the other Spider-Man. <laughs> then you also had Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, everything, everywhere, all at once. But I did not like that movie. I'm not sure why people like that movie for some reason. All that's a couple of years. And you also had DC do this on the TV side. Warner Brothers do this on the TV side with a lot of the properties that they already had. It's just getting to a point where this multiverse thing is just another fad and people are trying to do this i mean x-men did it days of futures past multiverse <laughs> uh and and i guess it wasn't um and also the one Let, let's talk about the movie that kind of started off. it is a gimmick I kind of have expected the flash to put that together because again 10 years ago the flashpoint paradox animated movie came out and it was much better than this Mm-hmm. So, again, you already have this in a different format. I just personally feel that this movie looks worse than any bad Marvel movie. I'm talking about this looks worse than Ant-Man and Quantumania, like whatever that is. No way. Worse than Wakanda? That very first action scene looked bad. The in-fight sequences 
looks bad. Everyone on a green screen, soundstage, blue screen, like whatever you want to be using. And that's it. And then you can tell whenever they're using the volume technology. That's also something I'm getting tired of. I never really thought, other than when they were in physical buildings, that they were actually in someplace, whether it be in the movie, like the whole Zod thing, you're on a green screen or a blue screen. The end. It doesn't look right. This movie has issues. I mean, one, from an acting standpoint. Two, from a VFX standpoint. Three, from a story standpoint that omit characters that should be there in favor of characters you don't really care about because people are mucking around with the story. Underwhelming, well, the Flash is getting, like, standing ovations and people are expecting the Flash to do all this. And it's doing poorly this week. And pe- people are just and, bored and pe- of movies now. And people didn't want to go up against this movie. This movie in particular and Fast and the Furious, which is why you kind of have all these movies kind of lined up right before those or in the middle between those because they're too afraid of it. This movie is not good. No one's watching it either. My movie theater was full. Let's go to scores quickly and then we'll kind of continue along with like the spoiler discussion. So Keith, very quickly, your score for The Flash. Now I'm going to get this shit like a 4.5. This is trash. Can't watch yeah. this again. The thing that was great about this was seeing Michael Keaton back in it. Seeing Ben Affleck do his thing. I actually like Supergirl. Even though she wasn't in there that much. And you can tell they cut a ton of shit out about her or surrounding her. They said that they cut out a lot of violence she was doing because it would have made it R-rated. Like, and also, Michael Shannon's undisturbed in this movie. He's complaining about he doesn't want to do this stuff again. Like, dude, you were barely in the movie. It like, was good seeing him again. No, yeah, great scene. The, the 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 problem is that that fight oh. scene was basically ridiculous. They were not out in the desert. Cube. They were on a sound stage. A small one, it looked like. But <laughs> either way, it was good seeing Michael Keaton again. It was cool seeing him in there. There was some cool action sequences. No lie about that. There was some cool scenes. You saw him in the trailer before Ezra Miller went on his rant and tangent. Snyder's DC Universe was the best cast superhero franchise. Even though I have issues with the Wonder Woman movies, the Particularly that second one. First one was was good for two-thirds of the movie. Or at least decent for two-thirds of the movie. She's fine. I consider her to be Wonder Woman. Then, Ben Affleck, perfect casting. Henry Cavill, perfect casting. Like, those three are fine. They got it done correctly. The Cyborg dude, like, he wasn't good until after the Snyder Cut came up. Ezra Miller was always kind of like that. We don't really care about you, but okay, you have to be in this for whatever reason. Chris I wouldn't say it was bad, but that whole kind of comedic sense that he has is terrible. So let's go to Matt. Matt, what score would you give? I'd give it a 7.5. I find <laughs> it entertaining. There's some good homage, although I think it goes a little overboard with it. They definitely missed the opportunity to write the ship. But overall, I mean, I was hooked to the movie i didn't find it super super predictable i guess this is one of the few stories that resembles the comic book it's completely different or it uh, followed it loosely without having well i mean uh, the key points to it are that barry allen uses the speed force to go back in time that's the core thing like what changes from that varies from comic book the animated movie to this it's all a little different found it entertaining as long as the movie was, I was like, yeah, it didn't feel like it. And I liked it. So good movie. I liked it. 
put this in the middle and give this a five. Never watch this movie again. This movie is insignificant into the greatest scheme of anything related to DC, whether it be past, present, future. The end. And then you also have Ezra Miller's downfall, which will likely, because this movie's not doing well, he's gone. Regardless. Yeah, and they're going to blame him for it. So he Yeah, I mean, they didn't want the dude That's doing... horrible. They, they didn't want him doing press for the movie, which is terrible. And then when this movie is kind of getting lukewarm reactions from the press, the fan side of that is also kind of mixed, but... I thought the fans liked it. It's mixed. I'm not saying people don't like it, but press is slightly more negative. The fan might be slightly more positive. Probably just say that. With this, also in proximity to Spider-Man, Spider-Man, you're getting something that you don't normally get. With The Flash, you already have the people in place that were there. So you have Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot's in there for a hot moment. Other Batman. That was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, other Batman people and then some cameos that here and there from other stuff into the spider-verse across the spider-verse you're getting characters you don't get the marvel movies so you're getting something totally separate with sony's universe of the venom whatever else they have planned you're still getting something completely entirely different even though you're talking about animated versus live action you're getting something different you don't see spider-man 2099 you don't see ben riley spider-man where were they at in that half-hearted multiverse movie called No Way Home, Far From Home, Something From Home. Better movie that came out two weeks before this. DC needs maybe not to come out with some movies for a very long time. Maybe three or four years. So after Aquaman, cut it. I don't care what ever... You know, like the Blue Beetle? You don't think that'll be good? So no, that's going to be trash. So you still have the Joker it. movie. They're still filming that, or it might be Which, done filming. Gunn's got nothing to do with those movies. He's got nothing to do with that Batman movie with Pattinson either. 